Hey everyone, I'm Casey Hughes, and I am so excited to be your Spirecast host for today. Spirecast is designed to provide you with conversations to help you thrive in ministry. Before we jump into our conversation today, I just want to make sure that you're aware of an opportunity to bring your whole team to join us on Spire's Top Golf Tour. Leaders have really enjoyed the chance to build community together and to grow in their leadership while doing something really fun. So if you're interested in doing that, you can head to Spire dot network forward slash top golf to sign up today. Well, today we have David Jack, who's returning to the Spirecast, and he is our resident fitness and wellness expert. He's done work with men's health, women's health, Nissan, Reebok, and several other high-profile companies. And he's appeared on the Katie Couric Show, as well as maintaining his own personal fitness YouTube channel. His mission is to magnify the good in fitness and the people it serves to elevate others. And today we're going to be talking with David about physical wellness and the holidays. So everyone, we want you to help us welcome David back to Spirecast. Hey, David. Hey, Casey. Hey, Spire family. It's so good to be back. I think about, I heard you just mentioned that, um, you know, a mission to magnify the good uh, in people. And I just, for me in my heart, this community of people, uh, these leaders, these servant leaders, this brings me so much joy. I'm, I'm so honored to be here and, and, and play like the tiniest role um, in, in whatever way we can. So thank you. Well, thank you for joining us, David. And I think this is such a great conversation to be having, especially at this time in the year. I mean, leaders have experienced um, higher levels of stress over the last couple of years, no doubt. But then you have the holidays, which tend to bring on quite a bit of stress for everyone, but for ministry leaders especially. And I know we're going to talk a little bit about how to care well for ourselves so that we're not in this chronic place of stress. But just in case someone is in that chronic state of stress all year long, maybe for a couple of years now, can you start to just give us this picture of the impact that those higher levels of stress, those chronic stress levels have on our bodies? Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, within my scope of practice, you know, not being a, a medical doctor and, and not having some of that wisdom, I, I can share some of the, the, the research, what it talks about with stress. And then in my own personal life and clients that I've worked with, I'll also mention that uh, the avatar that you just gave of someone being in a season uh, where there's just a lot going on. There's, there's a lot of voices in, in their minds and um, there's just a lot of burden and there's a lot of weight. Sometimes you can't even put your finger on it. And especially when you're a person of faith uh, and you know, the source, you know, the source of, of peace and of healing and of freedom and of carrying those burdens with you. I think that makes it even harder sometimes because you're like, I know the answer. I right. know who I go to and I know what I, I know the variables, right? I, it's not like I'm missing something. And I think sometimes that can even make it harder. And so what I'll just share with anyone watching today is, you know, I, I actually am one of those people that has experienced uh, for the last couple of years, just an incredibly challenging season uh, and a lot of it on the inside. So I can relate to walking through that. Uh, and it is humbling. Um, and at the same time, um, I've discovered an awful lot that I think is going to be useful for the next seasons of my life. And when I come back around to this one, so stress in and of itself, what it, we, I call it like one of the ultimate foes of fitness. And it mm -hmm. really is because when you look at stress and it's funny, it, it lives in kind of like this ecosystem of, 
with the chicken and the egg, what drives what, and then right. one makes the other worse, right? So right. when you, when your body's, it's our body's always under stress, by the way. Yeah. Right. So I, I just want to let people know that that's normal. And our brains really perceive almost everything that comes at us can be a possible threat. There's a threat mm -hmm. matrix in our brain. Our brain is designed to protect us first and to shut yeah. things down when it doesn't like what it starts to. And subconsciously, we don't even know that sometimes. So that's partially how we're made. And it's a good thing. It's just when some of those things are at a level higher than we're used to, or we haven't had a chance to adapt to those right. imposed demands, just like progression and fitness. If I went into a gym and today I'm like, oh, I'm going to start working out. And, you know, I, I decide today I'm going to bench press and I go for it. And I do 200 reps of bench press because I can. And for the next week, I can't move. Right. What that was is too much stress for what my system, my ecosystem, for the skill sets that I had and the adaptations that I had to adapt to in a healthy way. And so I feel that. Right. And so that happens kind of globally for us as human beings, and it's coming in from everywhere. Um, so stress in its own right, you know, it, it affects our blood pressure. It affects our heart health. It, it causes tissue issues, right? So when we're stressed, we have a tendency to do just what I'm doing now. We go into that guarding, that protecting, that closing, that tightening, that fight, flight, or freeze, which is called our sympathetic nervous system. Yeah. And so all of those systems start to come on and we start, we, our sleep gets challenged, our hormone cascades shift, cortisol increases. We have problems digesting our food, which also mm -hmm. gives us problems getting rid of things we don't want in our body. Mm -hmm. um, we, our breathing gets restricted. And then when our breathing gets restricted, right? So when we're under stress and that's why breathing, we'll, we'll get to this is such a powerful tool to have in our toolbox to deal with stress when we, we get in that stress cycle and it affects so many of those things, our breathing starts to get shallow. We start to breathe up top. Everything shortens up and we're already here a lot. So we start to get like this and we start to just get tighter. We can't get oxygen in. There is no freedom here. Hmm. There's no freedom here. I mean, you can look at me and see the difference between yeah. this and this right There's freedom here i think the other thing that stress uh will do to us is it and we talk about these four pillars of fitness the mental the spiritual the socio-emotional and the physical we talk about how each of those those pillars affect the others just like hmm. you know we talk the bit the bible talks about the body builds the body and each of those pieces are important each of those pieces are important in fitness and so right. to give you an example of that, uh, if, if you got a phone call, and I, we might have even talked about this last time, if you had received a phone call from someone that you love and the first word you heard out of their mouth on the other end of the phone, you heard distress in their voice. You hmm. heard them crying. You heard them in fear. Instantly, we would physically respond to that. Right. Now, same person called and they're like, Casey, you're not going to believe it. We're like, boom, physically. Right. We didn't do anything physical. We did nothing physical. A stimulus that was mental, that was emotional, that was spirit-led has mm. a profound effect on our bodies, on our physical health, on our tissue health. We store tension. 
We store mm. in our tissues. And so that ultimately comes back around and it starts to weigh us down emotionally, right. mentally, spiritually. And then it just winds up kind of looping around on itself. And so stress from a medical perspective is very real. I mean, it is literally mm. a killer. Uh, but from a spiritual perspective and from a the human condition perspective, um, it is it is powerful and it's significant. Mm. But here's the really cool thing about it. Stress is also like a yellow blinking light. If mm. we understand how to look at it differently, stress gives us that moment to go, wait a minute. What is that? Right. What, that's giving me information. Hold up. Slow down. Construction. Mm. Ahead. Start to rethink the way you're operating right now. Rethink the way you're going to decide to drive this vehicle right now. It gives me some, and thank goodness, because right. if I get that warning sign, right? Right. I'm just standard operating procedure until crash. And so God is so kind to us that he gives us the symptoms of stress to give us an opportunity to go, okay, okay, Lord. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, David. Okay, Casey. What's going on? I love that. I love the picture that you just painted for us. Um, and and I think what often happens uh, for me personally, and I think a lot of other leaders, is that we ignore those warning signs. Mm. Um, you know, we're just pushing through. There's other stuff to be done. Um, we might not even be fully aware that God is giving us these signals, our body sending us these signals to tell us, hey, you are in a high stress situation. Mm. You know, you need to do something different, not just push through this. So on that yellow blinking light note, uh, mm. those warning signs, can you talk a little bit more about um, what those could look like uh, to tell us that there's an indicator something's going wrong with our physical health? Yeah, I mean, um, so I was just talking with my my therapist. I have a, a, a man who I was fortunate to find him. He actually ha has a foundation of faith, but I really try to lean into him for, for his expertise. And it's just nice that he, he has that uh, that voice inside of him. But I was just speaking with, with him yesterday. His name is Steve about really being reminded of and, and continuing to practice and rediscover my, my tools in my mm. toolbox. So first there's like, you know, an understanding of being aware. Um, but I think for me using my tools on a consistent basis, process, process, mm. because I know they work. And especially when I'm feeling less stressed and when I, when I'm feeling joyful or happy or, uh, you know, um, just kind of that happy go lucky, that's, those are the moments that like, I know they're working, mm. but I forget them when I'm not feeling like that. You know, when I need mm. a railing in the dark and I can't see, and I'm feeling burdened and overwhelmed, it's in those moments that you don't see those tools as clearly. And so the mm -hmm. point is, if we use them consistently and we start to become aware of how they feel and how they work when we are feeling lighter, it starts to give us, it's just like God, right? It starts to give us this faith, this proof, this knowing that these things work. I just need to trust the process. And so for right. me, indicators of stress would be, um, I'm in a conversation with someone and my head is somewhere else, right? Mm. I'm looking at something, you know, I, I just can't focus on a conversation because my mind hasn't been able to set down seven other things, seven other things. And right. all I got is right now, right? So the fact that I can't be present here, 
lets me know that my mind and my heart are trying to figure something out elsewhere. Whether it's something that I'm staring at in the past that's not going to serve me anymore, which I'm great at. Man, I will let a thought run run laps around this track over and over and over again. And I'm like, dude, you're right back to the starting line. <laughs> nothing changes if nothing changes, man. Um, and then so so that's one. When I have a problem being present, it's an indicator for me that I'm being pulled somewhere else. And so I'm looking in the past. I'm staring at it. Um in, in a in a in a morbid reflection way, in a negative way. Mm. I'm future tripping, right? I'm future casting. I, I if I don't do this, if I don't do that, this is going to happen. That isn't going to happen. I'm not discounting proper planning. I'm not discounting the power of team. I'm not discounting prayer and vision and steps and you know being in the moment. Um, but but it's starting to have expectation and fear of if this doesn't, if that doesn't, and like like the Lord says, like this is it right here, daily bread. Yeah. And I, that's, that's a challenge for me. So it's something that I deal with. I'm just sharing some of my things. Uh, then I'm going to, I'll give you some quick ones. Uh, if I find that I'm not sleeping, falling to sleep mm. as quickly as possible. Um, if I, uh, my thoughts are really turning uh, at night, if I try to lay down and go to sleep or when I'm trying to shut down, uh, if I'm restless, if I'm irritable, um, there's a, a saying in a program, it's called RID, restless, irritable, and discontent. If I'm restless, if I'm irritable, if I'm discontent, if I feel like I got to have people's answers, uh, if I feel like I've got to be right, um, if I'm not willing to listen to someone without having your answer, without having fixing your problem, like I, I don't, I don't need to get into that. I don't need to fix you because I'm feeling unsettled and unfixed. Mm -hmm. uh, then I also feel like my physical body, right? So if I if I am feeling a little more lethargic, like I just went out back, stood in, I don't do it enough. And I know this stuff, <laughs> just like pastors, yeah. you guys know, you know what your people need. And it's like, ah, right. you know, the barber's kids, hair's never cut. The lawn's <laughs> lawn's never mowed, right? but I'm just out in my backyard. It's a beautiful day here in Phoenix in November. I, I'm in bare feet. I get in the grass, I'm in the sun. I take my shirt off to get a little vitamin D therapy. Right. I just got this stick. You know, it's one of the tools that I use and I was moving around with it. And then I just did this little, um, it, it works for me. Like my daughter and I were talking about it. She's like, dad, one of the ways I know I'm still flexible is if I can do this and hold my leg and like hop around, I know that I still got it. And I'm like, that's so awesome. Ella. I said, for yeah. me, just out back, I took a stick and I did an, what's called an overhead squat just with a stick. Mm -hmm. And that's a really quick way for me to decide and to know, oh man, I got some stress going on or I don't mm -hmm. because my tissue and my body won't let me do that pattern smoothly if mm -hmm. it's holding tension or if something's off. When mm -hmm. I roll my tissue or I get a massage or I do some self myofascial release like foam rollers and, and balls and trigger mm -hmm. points and things like that, that, just the other day, it's been like three weeks and I, I got in an area that is a, a typical area that I have challenges with. At least I've discovered it. And I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then I went, David, what do you expect? But it was super cool because that, that intervention for me, that assessment for me gave me information. Hmm. Then I have a choice. And without awareness, I've only got the only choice that I've had, which doesn't get me right. far. But once I get awareness about something, now I've opened up a new opportunity of choice. Right.
I love a, I love what you're saying there um, because you're putting yourself in the, in the shoes of most people, uh, I imagine, who are going to be listening to this. Um, we do, you know, we're, we are all aware that these are things that um, we should be practicing to be healthier. Um, you know, I, I haven't lived too much life, but in the, you know, in my early 30s now, um, I have become more and more aware of what my warning signs are. Mm -hmm. um, now I know my awareness has increased dramatically, um, you know, having been through some counseling um, and kind of getting that opportunity to unravel some of the unhealthier places um, in my life. I, I experience often, um, you know, that people aren't necessarily in touch with what that baseline health looks like for them. Mm -hmm. um, so you're talking about, you know, I know my body really well. So I know when I go to do this certain thing, if it feels uh, like it's it's not right or I'm not able to get fully into um, a position that I'm typically able to get into, I can tell that that's, you know, a warning sign that I'm carrying stress. Um, what would be your advice for someone um, like where where should a leader start or where should somebody start to really get in touch with that baseline health or get, you know, a, a great vision for what uh, that health looks like so that they can measure that, you know, uh, or measure their stress against that. Be more yeah. aware of those warning signs. It's thank you for sharing um, some of your uh, some of what you see too, Casey, and, and some of your personal uh your journey, because I think that's what really connects us with people. And so I really, I'm, I'm grateful for you sharing. And I have so much to say, uh, and I'm going to try to say, oh gosh, I, I, I just look forward to the opportunity to share more with the community. And, um, but that question opens up like a thousand cans of worms. And so what I'm going to do, just because this is the audience that we get to speak to, right. you're an audience that has different access to wisdom and different mm. access to knowledge. You know, the, the unbelieving world doesn't have the same access that we have. Um, it doesn't have that same resource. It does, uh, but it does, it's not aware of it yet. It's not aware right. that it can dial that phone number yet like we can. Um, secondly, as leaders, uh, and, and I know that a lot of the people I'm speaking to understand what real leadership is, you know, that mm. I didn't come um, to be served, but to serve, which makes life even more challenging, mm -hmm. uh, especially when we get mixed up on what that should look like and how that right. should look. And, and so one of the cool conversations is what really drives stress? Like where does stress really come from? It's such a killer, but when you pull it and I get this, right? It's mm -hmm. so easy. It's so easy, so simple, but it's not easy because what we know is stress is just this paper dragon that the devil uses to really crush humanity. But when you pull down, we've got everything we need in Christ we do. We know that right. either we do or we don't. The word right. says, it, do we take him at his word? So if we've got that, right. right. Um, and if we know where to go for wisdom and we know that at its root, stress is just an unrealistic expectation that's unmet, a wound from the past that hasn't been fixed, something that we're trying to get from something we're doing that's in the flesh or has us confused or lies that are being spoken to our heart and our mind from any of those, those areas that puts us in a place of dis ease hmm. like so easy it's right not, it's not easy because we're people that care about the kingdom we're people that know that we're god's children we're people that want to make a difference and reveal god to people and be ambassadors of the gospel and the good news so there's a massive bullseye right and there's real hmm. spiritual warfare our, our 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 battle isn't against flesh and blood 
It's against right. the principalities of darkness, the spiritual realm. And so those things remain true for us in our, in our health, uh, in our wellness. But I would say just dealing with being able to assess and understand some basic health markers and, and deal with some stress. First of all, you mentioned it. I think some of us are at a place now where it's like, when was the last time we sought the Lord with mm-hmm. our heart and said, Lord, reveal to me, please. Mm-hmm. What, I, what, why is my soul downcast within me? Like David talked mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Like, what is it that I can't see? I, I can't see it. Can right. you please be kind and love me and reveal it to me and show me and make me aware of it. And some of that requires some work, some, some not self-reflection to be self-actualized, some self-reflection, not to beat ourselves up, but for God to go, no, that's the true self, Casey. Hmm. That's your true yeah. self, David. This is the false self. This is what I'm transforming you. This is that new creation. And we got to chip away those things. So I just went through this morning an inventory for myself that that is that works for me in a program that I follow. And it was basically asking me questions about self-worth. And one of them that really hit me was, when you think of your physical appearance, how do you feel? Hmm. Oh my gosh. And what I realized, and I've known this for a while, but what it really hit me today was I don't really look at myself in the mirror that much because hmm. I don't want to see because what I'm va- evaluating myself on is what's visual. What's I'm looking at the, the jar, not the treasure. Hmm. In. And I haven't been able to develop eyes yet to see, and I get it, I get it all. I know the word, yeah. I know the right. Holy Spirit's there. But the truth of it is, the fact that I won't do that means that I'm looking at something, I'm like looking at a painting and judging it for just what I see, mm. not for what it is and what yeah. it's, the story it's telling and the story behind it, the artistry of it, you know, the, the potter behind the clay, the good mm. vision and plan that was ex- existing in place for this to be created. And so, even just that alone, here's a person who's been in fitness for 22 years, just today by asking right. myself a question and being led by something that I felt had value in my life that called me into using it as a resource, it was able to drive awareness in my heart. So that there's that's one, you know, go to the Lord, yeah. continue to do healthy self-care, self-reflection yeah. assessment from a practical, tactical side. Can you sit down on the toilet and stand up without using your hands? Can you walk up and downstairs without pain? Can you move your limbs in the directions that God created them to move? So my arms in different ways, can I move them in different ways without pain? Can I move this one further than I can move this one? So there will always be a little bit of, of tightness on what we call your dominant side, um, mm-hmm. but really big and it's really different. There's information there. Is there an old injury that I have that's been nagging that I just haven't dealt with? Here's what I'm going to tell you. you, If you ignore it, just like a wound that we go through in life and you don't talk about it and you don't get therapy about it and you don't work it out with the Lord and take it to task, shine a light on it, it'll hide. And you're going to be like, I'm good. I'm good. You're not good. Because the body builds the body and the body's interconnected in God's grace. So the ankle that I rolled that I'm like, eh, it's fine. Three years later, I'd blow my shoulder out and I've got rotator cuff surgery. The ankle is connected to mm. tissue that feeds to the shoulder. So right. the, the symptom, the, the, um, the, the assault, right, on something mm-hmm. in my system found its way out of the weakest link. 
Mm. And so, oh, it's my shoulder. Mm. No, it is your shoulder, but that's not the root. That was the symptom. Right. Um, I look at basic health metric uh, measures. You know, what is your blood pressure? What are your triglycerides? What are your A1Cs, your sugars? What are your, just so those basic health markers. And that's one of the things that I was going to say for anyone now that doesn't require any movement or any physical activity to just really take a scan. Like it's like a pre-flight checklist for a pilot. I need to fly this plane. In order Mm -hmm. to fly the plane, what do we need to do right now to make sure that we have an opportunity to fly this thing and get from point A to point B safely? And if those things are missing, I need to address those things. So you can make it super practical. You know, when's the last time you got blood work? When's the last time you really had a full full physical? um, And just being aware of if this is the way my body operates from a Mm -hmm. practical standpoint, does it have, does it have gas? Does it have oil? Does it have, you know, Freon to run the AC, whatever. Does it have those things and are they in a, in a balance? Because I want to know now, because what we say is an ounce of prevention is worth a pound. I I say a thousand pounds of treatment. That's so good. And I imagine, you know, you're inspiring a lot of people to say, especially as we head into a brand new year, it seems like the best time, you know, to head into the doctor, to have them run these different labs and to get again, that baseline, you know, where are we today? And some advice on how you can move to a a better place of health. Um, So with many people being inspired right now to start somewhere to get that baseline awareness, what are some of the do's and don'ts of, um, you know, moving into greater awareness or even new, new fitness goals, you know, in the next year, what would you say are some do's and don'ts? Yeah. You know, I would say I'm a huge fan of, I don't know what's right and wrong for you. Um, I don't know how you're uniquely motivated and what we call your fitness identity. And some people love to write down where they were and where they've gone and they love to see their progress. Other people could care less. They'll never write a thing down. It's how they feel. And so what I would point you to is, and this is a tricky part, right? I don't feel like moving. Well, that's because we probably haven't given you a chance to look at movement and fitness in a way that speaks to you. That we can fix. So we look at the same thing differently. I don't want to go to church. Well, why? And if we really dig down to someone why they don't want to go to church, it's because they feel bad about themselves. They feel bad about the past. They've seen someone model Jesus or church in a way that does not feel good. They don't feel welcome. They feel uh, unsafe and uneasy walking through the door. There isn't something compelling to them, even if it's worldly, that calls them into that environment. They feel like they're not part of us, even if we don't mean to do that with them. So there's all these reasons where people don't feel like they can go to church. And what we know is if we can just find a way to speak to them and get them in here, they're going to feel different. And that's the way fitness is. Exercise studied by science is one of the greatest anti-stress, health promoters, you know, life givers, um, uh, mental health bonus benefiters hormone cascade fixers, digestion healers. Like it does what it does. Sometimes you've just got to trust the black on the white and don't do too much. You know, someone feels like, oh, I got to save all this money. No, compound, compound. Mm. Don't do nothing because it's overwhelming. Do something. Take a walk with someone, a walk into, forget about the fitness. But if steps motivate you, then get something to track your steps. Yeah. But don't make it be your God. Don't make, but let it, let it motivate you. Take a walk the way you are inspired in nature with a friend, track it, make it different, make it fun. Notice different things when you're walking. You can make the same walk a thousand different walks. 
start small, feel for it. Do I feel better when I'm done? Hmm. Do actually ask yourself that. Do I feel better when I'm done than when I started? The last thing I want fitness to do for someone is make them feel more stressed, hmm. more, yeah. self, more self-conscious, more guilty, more shameful. More, it's, that's, not what it, that's not what it signs up for. And you right. don't have to do that. You can do anything you want to do in, in unique, different ways. So I, and then the second thing I would say is, you know, be careful what I talked about, like two of the key things. One of them is progression. You can't get around progression. So we stay away from pain. So anything, not discomfort, a little right. bit, not in the beginning, stay away from pain. Anything that causes pain, I'm just going to move a different way or switch my body so I don't feel pain. And then progression matters. So like I said, with the benching, you're all motivated. You're all fired up. I'm going to, I'm going to do it all at once. No, progression. Don't have to read the Bible in one shot. One sentence at a time can change your life. And it adds up and it matters because that one little thing, when it's doable, when it makes you feel better, when it motivates you, guess what it does? It, it, it calls you, it calls you, it woos you into the next little thing. And then mm. the next little thing. And then the next little thing. And then guess what? It starts to become a lifestyle. It mm. starts to become a habit. It starts to become sustainable. Now, I would also never say, oh, you're super motivated to go for it. You're going to fast and this and that. Well, then if that's the case, let's run. Let's, if you got wind in your sails, let's yeah. go for a ride. Um, yeah. But let's look at what, what the goals are, why they're important to you. And, and let's see if we can do it in a way that, that keeps you healthy and honors you along the way. While you're pursuing fitness, let's not let it steal your fitness, right? Mm. So I think That's all good. of those things are, um, are helpful and um, starting small matters and, and, and knowing how you're wired. Like I love to move with people. Um, I love to be in nature. I love to sometimes not think about what I'm going to do. I start with an idea, then I just let the music or the moment kind of move me and I allow myself to flow and discover. And um, I'm a huge fan of play, right? Like I got to go, like I, that's my time. And I didn't mm. have to, I kind of felt like I got to, and I feel better about it. So yeah, um, there's just, there's so much. And I know we're tired. Oh, yeah. No, I appreciate that. I think uh, after hearing you talk about all of this, David, uh, each one of us is going to sit up a little bit straighter, you know, take some deeper breaths. And um, you offered some really, really practical things that we can be doing even during a busy season like the holidays um, to get out there, go on some walks um, and to make it a community thing as well. Um, yeah. not necessarily having to categorize it as exercise if that's stressful, you know, yeah. um, but to yeah, if it isn't stressful. Run with it. Some super Great. practical things doing something little throughout the day. So pick a skill, pick a habit. Breath is amazing. It's amazing. Mm. Just I'm going to breathe one minute today. That's a four mm. second in a six second out. That's 10 seconds. That's six breaths. That's it. You watch how it changes you. Tiny wow. little things make a huge difference, especially when they're higher on our right. health and wellness uh, paradigm. Taking a little exercise like today. This week, I want to do 100 push-ups. I do four today. I do five tomorrow. Maybe it leads to some jumping jacks or some this and that or whatever. That stuff compounds on itself. If you dedicate those things to an intention greater than yourself. Remember, we, and I'll leave it with this. Remember when we talked about a walk? Well, when someone walks for someone who they love that has cancer, that walks a completely different walk. Right. So when, what I've found in my career is when your fitness has your uniqueness in mind, 
when it has play, elements of play, when it has elements of purpose, and when it has elements of community that make you feel grateful you're there, that's when fitness changes. That's great. Well, thank you for, I, I know you could go on and on and on, and oh, I could oh, sit oh, here oh, and oh, listen. Oh, I know I could listen to it all because this is so helpful. Um, you know, and again, just personally over the last year, I've really jumped into taking, you know, my health even more seriously and spending more time exercising. And it has made such a difference when you talk about that interconnectivity, you know, mm. between um, building muscles and, you know, the emotional yes. state that we're in. I'm a mom of two um, wow. and a ministry leader, you know, in ministry. I think everyone can resonate. It just never stops. You know, you can be at the office and head home, but you're still, if you're passionately connected to what you're doing, you're still thinking about, you know, what you're going to do next and how you yes. can impact lives of people around you for Jesus. Um, it never ends. And so I have just personally realized over the last year after getting into it and starting small, um, how much I crave that now because of what it brings to me and to my family to my leadership um, in my own church. And so um, I pray a lot of people after hearing this today will take those incremental steps uh, yeah, to get started yeah. on something for their benefit. It's so good. And I know they've given us an extra, a little bit of time here. And I thank you so much for sticking around, but I'd be remiss if I didn't say it's, it's what we allow in, you know, like Romans 12, two talks about separating from the cares and the concerns of the world and being transformed yeah. in our mind. And so I think it's what we let in here, let in here, let in here. Right. So little simple things as we come in holidays, you know, one ingredient foods, stay as close as you mm -hmm. can. Be careful with liquid calories. Processed mm -hmm. foods are really tough. Uh, your, yeah. What I call your, um, I have a terminology for it and I, I, I've got to figure out where I wrote it down. Um, but basically what I said was, I, I did this on the Katie Couric show and I, I said, make your 20 money. So we talk about trying mm. to eat 80% of the time, like as good as you can, then there's 20% yeah. just to eat like fun stuff and what you love. So Katie and I talked about that once for the whole segment. You're 20, yeah. make it money. The things yeah. you enjoy over the holidays, an okay cookie, it's not worth your calories. Right, you're right. Out, you're not satisfied. Now the doom loop and the stress starts all over again. Yeah. Make things you love. Be conscious when you eat them. Mm -hmm. Gratitude is a game enjoy changer. It. Let it nourish you and be like, I loved it. It was amazing. I'm moving on. So make yeah. your money, especially over That's the holidays. That's great. I love it. I love it. We got to put that in the show notes for sure. Yeah, That's going to stand out. Make so, your 20 money. Uh, thank you. Today, Casey. I love that, David. Thank you. It's been so great to talk with you. And I know, again, uh, this has made an impact on a lot of ministry leaders. And so thank you for your time and for sharing all of that. Um, I just want to remind, you know, on that same note of um, getting out there and and, um, and being uh, physically well in community, um, we have an opportunity for ministry leaders to join us on our Top Golf Tour with Spire. And, uh, you know, and again, making it fun uh, and increasing our leadership together. So if, if anyone listening, or watching right now uh, has a team and you would love to join us uh, to sharpen your leadership and build community with other uh, church leaders like David and other uh, church leaders around the country, we would love to meet you at that Top Golf Tour when it comes to your area. So you can go to spire.network forward slash Top Golf to sign up for that today. But thanks again for joining us, David. Thank you everyone for joining us today. And we hope you guys have a great rest of your week. God bless your holidays. Thank you for having me. And, and oh, by the way, they know how to get a hold of me if I've spoken to someone who's really like wrestling or challenged and needs help. Yes. 
I raise my hand and say I'm willing, Lord. So and thank where you can they find you, David? Just so just so we know, if anyone wants to reach out. Yeah, they, they can send an email. I guess it would get to me, and it's the easiest one to pass on. David at davidjack.tv, like television. Mm -hmm. David at davidjack.tv, or can go through Spire uh, and some of our folks there, and uh, they'll get me in touch directly, and I can get my cell phone and all that. So um, I'm just honored to be a part of the family. Thank you. Thank you, David. And thank you to everyone watching or listening today.